What's so funny? I just don't. I don't really know what you want. Well, so <laughs> I know what we're doing here. Well, I wanted to talk about. It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day Renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. Do you have a good recipe for oatmeal? Yeah. Uh, Do you really? Go out to eat somewhere else and get eggs benedict. (laughs) (laughs) Don't eat oatmeal. You're not an oatmeal fan? Oatmeal cookies are pretty great. I like sometimes... I know that like... Breakfast Raisins. and stuff is all about like eggs and bacon right. and and you know, but sometimes no, at no time is oatmeal good. But I will earlier today <laughs> we were talking about raisins and there was what yes there was a, something that has raisins in it, cinnamon raisin, cinnamon bagels. raisin bread or toast bagels. or bagels. That's like one of the only things. And then just now you're asking me about oatmeal. I think oatmeal raisin cookies like that's the only two times I will accept raisins. Do you like? Golden raisins by themselves. I like raisins by themselves, like those little red boxes. You know, you yeah. used to get not on Halloween. That is not. <laughs> can you hear me out there? That is not an acceptable Halloween treat. Well, I mean, you love children. Halloween. I love Halloween. What is your? What was your? You what were you last year? Uh, Rorschach. You did from, Rorschach from Watchmen. From the Watchmen. Um, you've got one that you've been... You, so now you've got a costume you have been work, You will have been working on for two years now? Yeah, probably something like well, that. Well, I don't, I don't say that as a bad thing, but I it think, takes a lot of work. You well, put a lot I'm, of work into these costumes. Because I'm not messing around with this guy. Like, I want... I want I'm, I'm working on a Cobra Commander costume. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to settle for, like, some weird half-assed malarkey, you know? I understand. And I'm it, trying it, not to swear. I'm sorry, you know, for the kids. But, yeah, this bullshit will not stand. So um, I'm trying well, to make it right. So right, you didn't want to just have a half-assed costume. No. Um. So well, I know when I that's what I'm saying. Everyone out that I bought a mannequin. It's all over. Is it? Yeah. I bought the mannequin so I could work on these costumes, and then everyone's like, "Well, so you're crazy. You want a mannequin?" If you guys want to see. <laughs> Um, I made a really so Walter sent me a series of videos of him unboxing his mannequin, <clears throat> and although he doesn't follow me on Instagram, if you were listening to us last week, if you go to my Instagram page, it's at Sonic John zero zero zero. I you made saved all those. I had there. It's up there for everyone. To <laughs> That's great. So I made this video of Walter unboxing his mannequin for his Halloween <laughs> costumes. Great. Um, to the theme of Dexter, which is one of his and mine. Oh, I did see that video. That's shows. a good video. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, was I was really proud of it, and it, it came. It was absolutely inspired when you sent me these videos. And anybody else would probably be like horrified, like he's ripping. <laughs> he's got this big red knife, and he's cutting open this box, and he's like a leg, a leg. And you can kind of <laughs> tell in the video, like you had just woken up because you got a delivery, right? Yeah, that you were a, excited it about. Was, you know, Ten a.m. So, so it was early in the morning, so you look a little like. <laughs> tired and disheveled you know like in the morning it's crazy it and you're like psychotic. pulling legs out of this box and you've got oh it's a head and there's another arm or whatever and so i added a little dexter music go check it out um it's awesome so walter loves halloween I do love um i wanted to say uh what was your favorite what was your favorite what's your favorite halloween costume you've ever worn or made or you were destro 
with Destro Belden. was awesome. Destro turned out really well. Jean-Luc Picard was probably one of my favorites. That was the year you were Walter Sobchak and Coda was uh, the dude. dude. Mm-hmm. And then Jerry and Megan were also awesome. She was the um, the altar boy and he was the priest. Yes. <laughs> and then they made that out we in were, the bar. <laughs> yes, that we were quite the fucking group. I was. Um, I shaved the top of my. I shaved my head, the top, just the top, of course, and then I dusted the sides gray, and I had my Star Trek uniform, of course, and the, I think the best part of that was the next day, because you know my hair grows really fast, and so the next day it had already started to kind of grow in. It looked a little creepy, mm. and I went to see Danny at the coffee shop, and I had this little hat on. <laughs> I looked like, so hey. gross. It looked yes. so weird. Yeah. Um, so is Cobra Commander going to come alive this year? Uh, if I can get out to that that museum, that was it the the uniform museum that we found up in Petaluma. Mm-hmm. If we can get out there, find the right jacket because it's like it's all, you can only go on Wednesdays and you right, have to make an appointment. Right, right. And it's like if they if I get the right jacket, yes, and it has to match. match was it a pants, World War Two jacket? I haven't seen it yet. I oh, okay. I'm, you know these things they require inspiration, John. I, hey, I understand completely. I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't, I didn't toil over that video. Like it just came to me and I was yeah. like, I know exactly what to do. You know, when yeah, you have just, those moments, yeah, you're like, just, I got to do this. Yeah. I hear so, you. Um, Sonic John 000 Instagram. <laughs> um, so today I know we've already been discussing and, um, I know you have to go soon. <laughs> oh, but, do I have um, to go soon already? But I had a couple of things I wanted to ask you about. Um, I wanted to talk to you about trends that need to end. Okay. Um, things in restaurants that are going on, that have been going on, mm-hmm. that... So not just like stiletto needle, natal fingernails that the Kardashians well. have brought into the light? <laughs> those are awful. Ladies, coffin tips are the way to go. Coffin tips? Coffin tip, finger... Oh, they're so cute and classy and they look great. What and is a coffin? Coffin tip. They look coffin like a little... Tip. You know what a coffin looks like? Yeah, it's like, square. Imagine that on the end of... Like, but oh, it's, okay. it's kind of square, but it's also kind of brought in a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, they're called coffin tips. And okay, they, and then the the stiletto is just the sharp. That sharp, pointy, silly, looks like a claw. Awful, yeah, like like what do you? Yeah, got it, got it. You're not actually gonna claw anybody. You your your nails will rip off. You're gonna hurt yourself. Like it's stupid looking. And yeah, so no, we're not gonna talk about the Kardashians' okay, nails good. on this podcast. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we just did. that'll be Sorry. next week. <clears throat> Can we edit um, that out? <laughs> yes, staying staying in. It's staying in. Yeah. Um, so here's one. Shrimp tails. Gotta go. What? Why are you trying to make people eat shrimp tails? Everything on that plate should be edible. Nobody wants to deal with a goddamn tail. Nobody. Literally nobody wants to deal with it. And, well, uh, yeah, Chop the kitchen up. doesn't want to. Yeah, <laughs> they not. don't want to deal with it, so they're making you deal with it. And so it's, it's rude. Well, do you think it's that, or do you think it's that, um, like, they do it because it makes the shrimp look bigger? But I don't care it anymore. It doesn't make it look bigger. I think that there's some kind of, you know, the kind of, it fans out, you know, it looks mm-hmm. pretty. It turns red when they cook it, so it's like this big, it's a presentation thing. Right. And then I guess it kind of gives you something to grab onto with your hand to eat the shrimp, like on mm-hmm. a shrimp cocktail. Shrimp cocktail, I might say... We can leave the tail on if it's a finger food situation. But if you're putting that shrimp in my pasta or in any on a, anything else, if I have to use a knife and fork, cut it off. I don't want to see it. Yeah, but even in a shrimp cocktail, I don't need it necessarily because I'm going to eat the whole thing. A finger food. Or you food. could actually use a fork like a civilized yeah. <laughs> person. That would be nice to see. So... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Tails just need to go away, hundred percent. I that hate just it. Could be a thing. That'd be amazing. But yeah, I, I hate it in like a noodle dish, yeah. right? And so, like so my, I, my drunken shrimp. Have I ever cooked that for you? I could eat that whole thing with one hand, except mm, for the shrimp tail. Yeah, 
that's messed up. How do pork you get belly that message out? Away. Um, oh, what? pork belly. That's the other thing. You I'm don't... tired of seeing it on the menu. It's it's like the worst part of the pork. Like what? It's supposed to be fatty and delicious, well, yeah, it's like, right? It's just, well, it's just the big fatty. You get a big mouthful of fat. There's like the, the back fat. I mean, it's like bacon, but they take all the weird, they cut it wrong so that you just end up with this big, weird. Mm-hmm. It's not actually the belly. It's like, I don't even know what the hell part of the pig it is, but it's like, there's like a little bit of meat that's kind of too hard to be eaten, and then the fatty part is too fatty to be eaten, so they just put it together and, oh, we'll just make them put the whole thing in their mouth. And It is a little much, isn't it? It's too much, and I mean, I guess it was a thing for a while, but it's it's done. I think it's gone. And it's it was, everywhere. It was 10 years ago. It was five years ago. It was it two years. It was last it's, week. It's and still it's... happening today, and it's, 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 it's put it back there with Steak Diane. Like, just leave it. What is steak, Diane? It's just weird, creamy beef thing. Just, just needs to be. Thought forgotten. it was a salad. No, it's nope. not. Steak, oh. Diane is not a salad. <laughs> just, I can't believe I you made me say that out loud. Really? I'm gonna use that for the clip. Yeah. There's <laughs> steak, Diane is not a salad. I think we're changing the name of the podcast, to everybody. Yes. Um, no, I sorry. Not I thought the, steak. Diane. They always say like, "There's no such thing as a stupid question." <laughs> I feel like you're I found pushing, it. You're pushing it, John. Um. I feel like that was like from Mad Men. That was like a '60s thing. It and was. I think it I saw was. it at it's, the it's Cheesecake Factory. It's on the factory. menu at Cheesecake yes. Factory today. Yes. Um, I actually ordered it with Danny because I just was like, I have to see what they're doing was right it now. Terrible. It was exactly like Marie Callender's did 30 years ago. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was terrible. I mean, terrible. Like like a hot dog is terrible. I mean, these things are all good to a point, but, but. they need to go away. Like you need to stop. You know. Is that like trout almondine? Is that it? Did... I've never had trout almondine. <laughs> Do you have is you it heard good? Of it? It's like it's one of these '60s things where they put almonds on the trout. It's like whole trout with almonds on top. Yeah, I don't know. It's so gross. Mm. That weird chicken cordon bleu, you know, the little stuff the, where they yeah. butterfly it. I used to get the double Malibu chicken at Sizzler. That's yeah. what it was. I, is that that was my favorite when I was a kid. Whatever. What was that sandwich that Kentucky KFC did? Where it's just the double down. The double down. Were you Bacon there when I brought cheese? them home? One day, no, I ate them at work one time. It made everyone sick. They just watched me yeah. eat them. I it's think I ate fell. two of them. They were really good. But yeah, I was, I that's was what I'm saying. And... It's good, but it needs to go away. Yeah, yeah. Pork belly um, and, and chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles. That's no, just needs to end. Have it at home. Make it special. Why do they make these things not special anymore? It's like it used to be kind of fun to have breakfast for dinner. You know. Mm-hmm. I remember but that. But now it's like, I mean, what is? I don't, I don't understand the, the attraction to the waffle anyway. I mean, it's great by itself. My grandma used to make great waffles. She made waffles for us. I think we talked about it a few weeks ago. Did we ever talk about this on the podcast? About you? no, we didn't talk about my trip to your grandmother's. You're farm. the only friend I have that ever met my grandma. The woman who brought those cows. That was her. Like so. <clears throat> what I remember. Yes. Tell them. And I don't, I don't know why it was like we were up really late, but we weren't drinking. We were, we were, we closed the bar down. We were schnockered. Oh, and then we we're like, <laughs> what are we gonna do now? Did we drive out there? Yeah. Well, we went. To, we went to eat first. So we uh-huh. went to eat first. So we were we sobered up a little bit. Okay. So it was like an hour later because it was we didn't get out there till like three thirty or four. The bars closed at two. Yeah. So we went. I think we went to like racks or what was it? Uh, what's what's where racks used to be the. I don't know. Um, Carl's Jr. out there on Franklin. Eugene. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so I think we went out there. Something we had some food. And then we like drove out to my grandmother's. Who's? You're like, well, what should we do? I'm, I'm up. Like, I'm, you know, like, I think we were drinking like rum and Cokes or something. We had too much caffeine or something. I don't know. And we had more Coca-Cola with the hamburgers. I don't know. So it was like, we have to do something. And I was like, well, my grandma's up. 
And you're like, what? I'm like, yeah. She's like, she just sits there awake all night and plays solitaire by herself. And I don't think I believed you. That's why I went. Yeah, that's probably, yeah. Nobody ever believes me. Were we me. driving in the Fiero? Was I driving? No, I we took your dart. We took the Dodge. Oh, man. I can't. I don't believe that. That's crazy. So we get out to the farm, and there's a trailer out there. And there's the light's on, and I just remember Walter like not walking up and knocking on the door, and Grandma's there. What was Grandma's name? Grandma. Well, she's, her name's Grandma. Oh. Uh, Donna, Donna Gaskin. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Her name was Grandma, name's Grandma. And I just remember getting in there and like, hello, and how's it going? And I didn't, I didn't, I was happy to be there, and it was like, whatever. And it was just a weird, crazy time, you know? We're young, 20, mm-hmm. early 20s. Well, she always, and... every time we go out there, you know, we get out there with mom or, you know, like during the day, and she's like, oh, come out anytime, come out anytime. She always said, come out anytime. So we did. <laughs> Three in the morning. <laughs> and she was up. And... I guess you had a cousin and yeah. his girlfriend, or yeah. a cousin uh, and her boyfriend. Angie, yeah, my cousin Angie was there, and they I were in this know. other room, and they I, they were sleeping, and I just remember like Grandma saying, "Oh, they're such and such as Angie's visiting," and they kind of opened the door, and they were very happy, and they were like, "Hey, Walter, how's it going?" Like they were both sleeping, and they just woke up, and it was, it was very. Um, I mean, I was cool with it all, but it was very. Um, Lynchian, (laughs) you know, to be on this Oregon farm at three in the morning in a trailer, and there's this old woman playing solitaire while this young couple is making waffles. Was she stuffing cigarettes? So yes, she made us waffles and made us roll cigarettes. We had the the bugler. There was Mm -hmm. like so you buy a case of these (laughs) of the of the paper. Right? You yeah. buy a case of the paper with the filter attached. It's already rolled. It's like in a carton. It's like a carton of cigarettes, but there's nothing no, in it but empty no, cigarettes. Right. And then you have to buy the tobacco separate. And, and so you, you would put the tobacco in one part and you would do this sort of shh, shh, kind of like a, like a machine. credit card. Yeah. Um, and it would stuff the cigarettes. And it, So we just sat there and I just remember stuffing cigarettes and she was very happy to see us. Mm-hmm. And, um I think that's all I remember. And this is the grandma that had the cows and... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she made us waffles and chain smoked and... Mm-hmm. We stuffed some cigarettes for her and talked about whatever. And she might have tried to make us play thirty-one. That was her favorite. She would play solitaire against herself, but she always had these these bins of nickels. It's thirty in thirty, you know, it's like twenty-one, but it's thirty-one, and like the minimum bet is a nickel. So we choose. How do you play thirty-one? What is it's, with these card games? It's, it's just like twenty-one, but it's thirty-one. I guess, and but that's why, literally why all you, I remember about it. Why, I just don't know why you would add an extra ten on there. I don't like, know, man. Because you don't want to bust, <laughs> so you're like, "Fuck it, twenty-two. Let's just just play thirty-one." I don't know. What do you say, Donna? I know, but the minimum bet's five. So five instead of you know. Um, that's so ridiculous. Yeah, so that's that's the appropriate time for chicken and waffles. But we're done with that on brunches. On yeah, if I ever see it again, it'll be too soon. Which yeah, I got to work in a couple days. So. <laughs> It'll you, be on the menu. Not, but you're not working a brunch. No, That's but it's on see. the menu. Like, it's on the menu. Yeah. It's on the dinner menu. People are ordering this fucking thing for dinner. Sorry. This With... gall, this gall darn heck thing. You can swear all you want. It, it's, it's... <clears throat> I guess. Yeah, I just feel weird about it. Cause it's, you know, it's public it says form. explicit lyrics Does on it? the... Uh, yes, yes. I made sure. Children aren't... Tuning in. Well, they can tune in, but they, they have been warned. Okay. <laughs> okay. Does it come with, like, maple syrup? Yeah. It comes with a side of maple syrup. And big like, old fat Belgian waffles. I Gross. feel like Americans are just waffles. mashing all the food together and they're not really like That's tasting. exactly what they're doing. This, Give me all the fat, all the salt, all the sugar. Kentucky Fried Chicken did again. Again, we're going back to they're, them. They, they do chicken bowl, waffles now. But they do that bowl. Of yeah, like, where it's just potatoes, bowl corn, of gravy. Yeah. The just, bowl of sadness. <laughs> that was a Patton Oswalt bit, right? It? it talks about the bowl of sadness yeah. or the bowl of depression or the, something yeah. like that. 
But yeah, KFC does chicken and waffles now. I just saw it, and they're doing like honey biscuit, where they like it's like a cinnamon honey glaze. It's basically a cinnamon roll with you biscuit. About the guy who got arrested for eating there for free for a year. No, he just kept coming into different Kentucky Fried Chicken locations and just telling them he was from corporate and had to make sure the <laughs> recipes were on point. And they finally caught him after like a year. He's just been eating free Kentucky Fried Chicken. What? Yeah. Or KFC is not Kentucky anymore. And why did they change that? Probably Kentucky changed it. <laughs> the state of Kentucky probably sued them, saying you're giving us a bad name. But but he just would walk in, and so but is that illegal? Is that illegal? Blurb, it was a thing. Okay, of course it's not legal. He got arrested. Did you not hear the whole? I just don't. Like I don't think don't that if you. Say. No, I do. Been doing I just don't believe. <laughs> you don't believe anything I say. I don't believe that it should. If I say to you something, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that there's you're like. You've in, ever worked in a bar with some guy just showed up with like a thing? He's like, hey, yeah, I'm here with uh, Manny's. Uh, I'm just got to make sure you check your kegs. You're just like, all right, cool. They're in the back, buddy. Like, you don't ask to see his credentials. You know, he's got a he's got a, he's got got a a onesie, or what do you call that, boiler suit with a mm-hmm. name tag on it. His name is Chuck. You just let him in. Yeah, it's like, go on in, Chuck. Check out the Manny's keg. He could leave with all the kegs in the house. Like, what are you going to do? Your manager comes, in two hours, manager comes in two hours later, and you say, yeah, so... Chuck came in and took all the kegs. Like, all right, well, who's Chuck? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> like, none of my business, none of my problem. I, yeah, I'm just the guy who works here. That's awesome. I'm from corporate. I'm just here to check on the roast beef. What? Yeah. They don't have roast beef at KFC. I don't think that he was talking about roast beef, but... Oh, I thought that's what you said. I'll have to play back the tape. Sorry. Roast beef? I don't know. <laughs> you are so, completely crazy. Moving on. And this is something we touched upon, we touched upon in an earlier episode... Um, about a diner that is no longer with us here oh, are in we? Sonoma. Um, but I just wanted to bring this up again because I know I feel exactly the same way as you. And nothing's being done. It's a it's an offense that continues. And this is house made ketchup, and uh. not not. Well, I guess any. I haven't I haven't tasted one that I've liked no. yet. Well, so you haven't tasted ketchup, and I don't. They wanna... haven't made ketchup. They've made weird little sauces that aren't or, ketchup, or not even just house made, but they they bring in this. I feel like they should they should legally be not allowed to say ketchup. You know what I mean? Call it call it a puree, tomato, call it puree. a tomato, you know, confiture, call it call it whatever you want. But if you if it's not ketchup, then I don't think you get to call it ketchup. We need to establish some. The USDA needs to establish some parameters. And I'm talking to you, USA. You need to you know step up and get. You know, get involved. Be a little more staunch on the uh, ketchup. What yeah. about what's ketchup versus catsup? Do you know what that is? I don't, but I know that part of the I've heard that the the USDA actually considers it a vegetable. Oh God! That's <laughs> For like awful. children's lunches or something like the it's kids' school lunches, they can they have to have a certain number of things and they have to have a certain number of vegetables mm-hmm. so they can supply ketchup or have ketchup as a condiment and say this stands as a vegetable component to the yeah. kids' meal. Which I guess, you know, Trump and his people are getting rid of school lunches anyway. And schools in general are just going to go by the wayside. We're just going to stop educating children completely. We're not going into politics, right? No. We're not, not going to do that. No, we, we might talk about the politics of food. But um, okay. I think I think the important thing is, is that people expect a certain thing, at least in this country. And you're right. It's not... Um, there's different sauces. I've had a... Um, if you're, if you're going to make a curry ketchup, just call it a curry ketchup. Or but I have the option. Tomato of, puree. Well, I'm just saying is 
a curry like, ketchup. I hear you. Right? Yeah, that's even if that's you're gonna have enough. multiple sauces, I would accept that, yeah. you would accept like if the bo- if the ketchup. label said curry ketchup, you would stay away. Right. Yeah, it's a warning. <laughs> yeah, it's like black and white, yellow stripes on a you know. But I'm saying it would be acceptable at the table if you got like you know it was like one of those rustic uh, down home country places and they got the the six pack holders that have all the sauces in them and they put them on the thing mm-hmm. and, and you picked one up and you said curry ketchup well I'm gonna put that back down yeah or... I'll go back for basic regular ketchup yes yeah. it's just nobody's done it right and I feel like every single time and you walk into a place, place and this, new, this is the new burger place that everyone in Sonoma has been so excited for like two years we've been waiting for these guys to open mm-hmm. and here they building are building and building and building and building and, and, building and, and can you tell up. me about your 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 experience there uh, it was uh it was like happy dog without the happy it was just an upset little hamburger that was not at the, for 15 bucks for a burger like they didn't ask me how to cook it like they didn't ask me food temp like didn't want to like yeah. medium rare or anything like that <clears throat> they didn't have they only had like their weird horrible ketchup it was like it was like a it was basically like tomato paste with some like maybe salt and pepper in it if it had that i don't know it just tasted gross the french fries came out dry not salted there was like nothing um tasha got the uh the what you call it the um the truffle fries well mm-hmm. cheesy truffle fries which just had like some truffle and cheese kind of thrown on top of them and again no salt they were dry and I don't know. It was just they they chose to go with bib lettuce instead of something crunchy iceberg. like iceberg. Like because when you want greens on your burger, you want the crunch. You want you're going for textures. And if if you've really spent two years cultivating the perfect hamburger to bring to Sonoma, and you don't even know about textures or or flavor profiles or or what makes a good hamburger good. What the fuck are you doing? I mean, I don't know. I was pretty upset. Am I going too far? Am I being too angry? No, I don't think so. I think you're being honest, and I think that's fine. I, I wish they would figure it out. Do, do you, it hurt uh, so, my heart to, to walk out of there. And to have some place so close. Yeah, so close. I could walk there like every day and have a hamburger if I wanted to. Like It was going to yeah. be amazing. I had dreams. I had hopes for these people. So you're not going back. I will not go back. Well, okay, so two hamburgers, two french fries, one Coke, which they forgot. I had to go beg them for it later. Uh, milkshake. Plus tip, fifty bucks. Jesus, that's yeah. how much our dinner costs tonight. Yeah, and I'm very happy with our dinner, except for the boxing of that <laughs> that son of a bitch. We gotta, I'm gonna fight him. But um, so and we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, I wanted to and to get back to our trends that need to end. Um, limes, old limes and Seriously, i i, can I see tell this you everywhere yeah, you can tell how old they are like at steiners like there's no it's like you want a lime with your tequila i'm like why there's no juice in it like i can see it from here it's like powder it's like a powdered lime like you mm-hmm. cut that they cut their fruit like once a week or something i don't really know maybe it's just the quality of lime maybe i'm speaking out of turn but you can tell by the by the brown ridge the minute you cut that lime that brown ridge starts about four hours in and by the mm-hmm. next day it's about an eighth of an inch into the, into the side, and you can see, you can tell how old a lime is. It's disgusting. Yeah, and if there's no juice left in it, it's just a weird. You you squeeze that lime and just like the the weird little what do you call those little the little they're like packets. the pith or the no no like the meat of it. It's not the pith. Is it the pith? But it's it's not the white, the white part. part. But I'm saying like the usually the segment. It's like bursts with like the juice. It's all yes. inside, but there's like a million of them. But those just kind of like 
out everywhere. Up. It's all dried up. It looks like snow. <laughs> yeah, I've been to multiple places. I don't even. I mean, it's. I would just not ask for any citrus fruit with uh, garnishes. I mean, in the context of this restaurant that we went out tonight, it was just in the water, floating in the water, so it didn't really hurt. I liked having the citrus in there because I whatever small amount of citrus citric acid was still in there would kill whatever kind of bacteria from the pipes and that's kind of why i like it. but it's still a chronic problem with bars and restaurants everywhere that i've gone cut your fruit fresh every day i do it it. where i work and it's not hard like i get it all done it's cool like it's not yeah the knife goes right through there (laughs) every time (laughs) i just am always amazed when i go to some place that's supposed to be this fancy high-end whether it be here in Sonoma or Medium in Napa bread. or even I'll go to San Francisco, yeah. which is supposed to be like creme of the creme. And I'm like, I'm not touching that. That it's in the lemon or the limes, you, you can tell more. Eat it. That's what I would do. If I, if, you, if I went to a nice place, I saw an old lime, I would stick it with a toothpick. I'd call the waiter and say, would you want to put this in your mouth, please? Because yeah. you just asked me to. So I feel like if, you, if the bartender <laughs> wouldn't put this in his mouth, then why is he asking me to put this in my mouth? Can we mic you up for this conversation? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We're mic'd up right now. Yes. I mean, that's no, been, I mean, that's been my out, theory. Yes, no, I know what you meant. Dinner. But I, that's been my theory as bartender, like for, for all fruit, when I'm preparing things, if I'm looking at like yesterday's fruit, if I'm looking at fruit in general to cut or berries and people are like, oh, what's wrong with those berries? I'm like, you look at them. What would you think? Do you want to put that in your mouth? I'm like, no. I'm like, well, why would you ask somebody else to? Like that's. Yeah. yeah. I've always said, if you wouldn't, Serve it to your mother on Mother's Day, then you shouldn't serve it to anybody. Yeah. And maybe that that standard. That's an extension of yeah. I think the same. I, I you know I try like to I always try to have good high standards, and I understand that you know places get busy and mm-hmm. things. I mean they're restaurants and they go crazy. There but are definitely like, things though that I would serve to these jerk offs that I would not serve to my mother on Mother's Day. <laughs> yes, so. of course I know. So maybe I'm putting that standard up a little <laughs> that's, too that's high. A little high yes. But I'm just saying is cut fresh limes. Yes. Cut fresh lemons. Yeah. I know what an old orange looks like. People, watch out for your citrus. Yeah. Not look to how, mention... Look how dry it is. How does bacteria... You tell me a little bit about... Bleh, a little bit about bacteria. Bacteria, bacteria levels Starts. double after four hours. Right. And fruit is alive until you cut it. So the bacteria is not happening in the fruit until you slice into it. Like tomatoes, they're alive. Those little apples sitting on your... on your Counter? Counter right now. They're alive until you slice into them. And then the cellular structures are not. I mean, eventually, mm-hmm. no, they're going to dry up and start to die, like maybe the exterior. Okay. But on the cellular level, they they die at a different rate than we do. So speaking of cellular, um, I wanted to we want to talk about cell phones at work. As we shouldn't, this should never be a discussion. It's at not restaurant verboten. Yeah. yeah, no, they shouldn't be anywhere. Um, they're they're a good resource for, for guests or for well staff for, for a bartender occasionally as a resource to look up a drink that I don't know. I should have access to some sort of internet device, and the phone mm-hmm. is the easiest thing for that. But other than that, I don't touch it. Nobody else should touch it. There's a lovely restaurant in Seattle called Campania that has a sign up that says, no cell phones in the dining area. Guests are not allowed to have their cell phone. At the table, they will be asked to leave. Sir, if you're going to have your phone call, you need to step outside. or you need to, you need know, It's like movie theaters. You're sitting there in a darkened movie theater, and the kid in front of you, like two seats up, has his... He's texting. It's not loud, sure, but it's bright. And now it's like your eyes, you know, it's like, why do I have to be inundated with your stupid phone? We made we made it so long and so far without phones. Mm-hmm. And now they're just goddamn everywhere. And they prevent us from providing good service to our guests. The servers are always on their goddamn phones. 
It's infuriating. I hate it. There should be a lockbox or something. There should definitely be a lockbox. You put your phone in, then you clock in. Or what if you and just... When you clock out, you get your phone back. Yeah. Or what if you just didn't get the... What if you just didn't have internet? Could you block the internet? I mean, I guess people... They do make devices. Wi-Fi, I but... actually thought about getting... You can get those things. You, you plug it in and it's like it jams cell phones or there's the yonder which is this there are little pouches it's like a little leather kind of like what your mm-hmm. leatherman goes into it's like a little hip pouch so you keep your phone mm-hmm. you put it in this pouch you lock it they're not going to do that though they're not going to no no nobody's going to agree to do that because they want to go and fuck with their phones in the back instead of doing their but job. if they said they didn't have if they fuck with their phones they'd be fired then or put it in this pouch for the duration until you go on break but then they're going to get it out of the pouch if they have control they're still going to pull it out of their little pouch no the pouch is sealed and you can only get it out if you like they do it for like big concerts like Dave Chappelle does this so mm-hmm. when you walk through the threshold yes you get a pouch it's sealed you cannot get into it until you leave the building and go through and get it unsealed Weird. So you own, you still have it on your person, but right. you can't, you don't have access to it. If there's an emergency, you can run outside and they will unlock the pouch. Okay. So you can still get to it. Okay. But if you are going to be in here and enjoy the show, whatever right. it is. I love this idea. I think it's great. Well, the company's called Yonder. And if they uh, would like to sponsor us, we'd love to uh, <laughs> discuss more. So if anybody out there from Yonder is interested in uh, helping us uh promote their message oh, let me know i forgot to pick up colgate at the grocery store the other day colgate if you're out there if you'd like to send me some toothpaste like what, what where does it end john i'll get you some toothpaste no, oh I, you were making a point yes about, i was yes. making a joke where does it point. end <laughs> hopefully at the bank i don't know <clears throat> um but no i think so what, what about cell phones on the table for guests i mean is it difficult i mean again I, there's that restaurant bigger and bigger. where it's just like they just have a sign that says nope no cell phones and you know what i'm done apologizing and dancing around your goddamn phone when people like they love to i don't know what that is they they put their water glass down and then they put their phone down next to their water glass and they drink their water and they're like can i get some more water sir and i say absolutely sir and i come over with my water pitcher and now i am dangerously close to ruining their phone and i used to say you know i used to kind of push it or pull the glass or i'll be like sorry i'm just gonna you know hey i'm bringing you hey idiot i'm right here Right here with that water you just asked for. Do you want to move your phone away from the cascading, you know, ice water bath that I'm kill about it. to? Yeah, but now I'm just like I just dump the water. And I actually I kind of wiggle it. It's like maybe <laughs> no, I still. Don't. Hey, accidents happen every day, man, and it's not my fault. A problem if you want to. You, know, you want to unbuckle your kid's seatbelt, you know, and then drive him, you know, around the Matterhorn. That's that your child's safety is in your own hands. You know, it's not my fault. You choose your own level of. That's right. Um, safety. Safety. You choose your own level of involvement. You put your phone next to your water glass. There's a chance it's going to get some water on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, lots of etiquette in the bar that should be monitored, so, maintained. And that's what. What do you think are some of the things that you could share with people, with guests who come into the bar about their behavior? Like, Understand that you're not alone. I don't know. I'm not asking everyone to read the room accurately, but like, if there's one bartender and he's clearly not on his phone he's just running his ass off trying to like work really hard and then you look around you're like oh this is a very busy place maybe now is not the time to order that mojito you've been craving all day you know like grab Mm -hmm. yourself a beer or a shot or something that you can get you know and maybe if you order one thing and then the bar i mean as a bartender i can make 
five, 12 drinks at one time. I think the, I think I said at one point my first drink I ever made was 16 Cosmos. Yes. You know, like when you turn around and you're like, Walter, I need 16 Cosmos. I'm like, you got I think it, I buddy. Just, I think you would like you had just learned the drink or something mm-hmm. like that. And like it a was... party bus showed up. Yes. Yeah, it was like it was the thing on my list that <laughs> I knew how to was... do. And it was like, yeah, I'll bang them all out. And so if I go to make one Cosmo and then I come back to you and you say, oh, well, you know what? I actually need to. Well, now I have to go away for the same amount of time, and everyone else in the whole room is now suffering all this time that it takes. And then I come back and you say, "Oh, and a beer," and I go and I get the beer, and I come back and you're like, "Oh, and a, oh, and a, oh, and a." Then it's mm-hmm. like you're killing the entire room full of people because I could have come back. You could have been done. We could have been done with you. You and your friends could be now enjoying all of your drinks. You're screwing your friends over. You're screwing yourself over. You're screwing me over. You're making me look bad, and you're burying the room in your stupidity. Mm-hmm. And have your money ready. You know, like if you're gonna pay cash, have it out so I can see that you're paying cash, so I don't ask you. You know, and if you're at a hotel, just have your room number ready, and just you know, be ready with with how you want to deal with this, because this is not going to be free. Like, there's going to be discussion yeah. of money as soon as we're done with these cocktails. We're gonna be talking about money. So if you want to just nip this one in the bud, have it all ready. Have your card out. Yeah, people always seem shocked when it's time like, to pay. Oh, oh, yeah. I gotta, you want money for this? <laughs> That's the funniest joke. Put it on the Underhill account. That's my favorite joke. Yeah, you work out. Oh, absolutely, sir. Yeah, yeah you want to get the lobster thermidor and the Dom Perignon as well. <laughs> Have you had an Underhill account? Does it have the Underhills I literally no no I literally oh my god I didn't tell you this so it was like a year or so ago but there was a lady her actual real live actual last name was Underhill so she's this poor woman she doesn't know what she's walking into she sits down at the bar she orders her things and I'm like okay absolutely miss I get her things and I'm like and did you want to put this on her room she's like oh yes it's uh, Underhill I was like haha seriously no 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 I get it I get that joke a lot but seriously miss she's like yeah, my name is Underhill. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. What's the room number? And I go and I look it up. I'm like, sure enough, we have Mrs. Underhill is staying with them. I'm like, I am such an asshole now because everyone's been poking me with a stick for four years with this stupid joke. Did you, I mean, did you apologize and was she cool afterwards or was she? I explained. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, there's this movie. And she's like, yeah, I know the movie. Like, yeah, she knows the movie. She's probably equally tormented by this joke. You know what I mean? Like, it's not easy for either of us. But she wasn't very forgiving about it either. She wasn't like, oh, okay. oh, oh no, I know about the thing. She was just kind of like, yes, that's my name. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What happened? I don't know. The light just turned on. Is I don't know. Magic. Is that too much for you? Should I dim them? No, it's fine. Okay. It's just creeping me out. <clears throat> yeah. The lights are changing. It's an old house. Yeah. I'm um, not crazy. It happened, no. though. Okay, thank yes. you. I just wanted you to acknowledge that it happened. What about the olives that are out on the bar? And Don't people touch go... them. Do not touch the fruit. This is not your salad bar. Keep your fingers out of that. Yeah. I will throw them away in front of everyone and then just say, 86 olives. What was your name again? You can thank Larry. Like, yeah. They stick there. There's like, oh, I'm just going to grab a lime. Well, all of those limes are now contaminated because... Did you wash your hands after you jerked off yesterday? I don't know, Bill. You know? We have to throw all those away now. Because if the lady right here next to you orders a drink that requires a lime, I cannot hand her a lime that she literally just watched you stick your fingers into. That would be like eating off of somebody else's plate. That's exactly what you're doing. You're eating out of somebody else's plate. So, every time they do it, I just grab the fruit and I'm like, can I get you a menu? And I throw the fruit away. Do they... 
Do they order some food? Do they oh, have? I'm so sorry. No, I just wanted some olives. Well, we can get you. We have some warm Absolutely. marinated olives on the menu. I'd be yeah. happy to get for you, right? Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. I have some blue cheese stuffed olives. I made um, them with rope for it myself. I had an issue the other night where um, I wish people would not like jokingly or otherwise like when they want to order a round for everybody and the rest of the people are like no dude i don't know what's up with this guy like if you had this happen where the guy's like yeah you know what just get a six gin and tonics yeah and i'm like so would you the rest of you gentlemen like a gin and tonic and they're all no 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 yeah just get a six gin and tonics yeah we all yeah we're all (laughs) hey i got 12 buddies we're all gonna come in here right now yeah start laying up shots i'm like how many shots would you like? Just a bunch. I'm like, I'm going to need a number, sir. <laughs> like, what was that? That one girl's like, just bring us a bunch of champagne. I'm like, sure. How many champagnes would you like? Would you like a couple of bottles of champagne? Would you like three glasses of champagne? Would you just like... bring us a bunch. I'm sorry, miss. I can't charge you for a bunch. A bunch, there's no button for a bunch. Would you <laughs> Would you like to tell me how many you would like? Yeah. And I will bring you as many as you want. Um, what about these... Um... These people who come in, it's always like the first of a larger group or of people, and they're like, "I hope you're ready for this." Yeah, like a and threat. And I'm like, and I'm like, yeah. Why are you threatening me with <laughs> a, good a good time? time? <laughs> it's like no, that's. But it's like okay, one, it's my job. Yeah. To be ready. Yeah. I'm ready. I've been cutting fruit fresh all day for you, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm ready and for you. Are you really just? Are you? There's this sort of sense of those like, are actually gonna... my favorites because that tells me that no one's coming. Because that guy, as as much as I now hate him, all of his friends or people that he thinks are his friends hate him. He's been doing this to this people that he's been with all night, all night. You know, like going from place to place, being that guy. So I'm just like, oh yeah, all those people, yeah. And then they all come in, like, hey, yo, Larry, you're still up. <laughs> they're like, yeah, I'm getting shots. They're like, yeah, we're just going to bed. Yeah, and then they all kind of leave, and it's got like that meeting in the morning. And I'm like, thanks, Larry, you killed the party. <laughs> now I get to go to bed too, idiot. Right? Ah, uh, it's just too much. I don't know how to. I don't know. I do my best with people, but it's not easy. It's not easy. They don't make it easy. They don't want it to be easy. They could be easy. Um, they could just be guests. They could just we, come in and want to have a good time. And We called last call, and this was a very large group of people that I had. Well, I, it wasn't. Uh, I'm for the space and the time. There was, mm-hmm. I think there were seven or eight guys at the mm-hmm. table, and it was, it was a big party. Um, and we had closed out. I had let them know that they were the last ones in the restaurant. Uh, can I get you anything else? No, we're all good. Everything's fine. Thank you very much. Here's the check. Run the credit card. We're done. I have to go. That's they it. have to go. Yeah. And then it was just two more gin and tonics. We just need two more. Oh, but did I just, yeah. Oh, you're closed, but can I just... Mm-hmm. I see you're closed, but can I just... Oh, you're not open yet. Can I just have a hamburger? You're not open yet. Can I just have a martini? Yeah. Oh, you're closed. Can I just have... Yeah. It's obnoxious. So I think a little bit of... Um, There's a special place in hell for those people. <laughs> I think a little bit of awareness is nice. Self-awareness well, just is a nice. Just gauche. You know, like, like, I'm not asking you to like write a paper on mm-hmm. you know what it is to be me. You know, but <laughs> Will you write that paper? I think I still owe you a, a paper on pickles. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, Every week you're late, it goes, your grade point goes down a half, half a point. That's right. You lose. Um, what do you... Uh, oh. No, never mind. The refrigerator's kicking off. <laughs> I what was where was my train of thought? What were we talking about? The people, the guys, the horrible ordering the gin and tonics. Yeah, 
can I just, can I just? Can I just, oh, can I just? I, oh, I can see your clothes. Cool, so it? we don't have anything to talk about then. What about, um, what about, uh, what's your favorite drink to make? Yeah, shots. I just tell them. <laughs> like, shots. Would you like one? They're delicious. I just don't know. I just Then they're in season. Yeah, right? That's a seasonal shot. Yes, I pull out the Jameson, I hold it over my arm like oh. a bottle of wine. I'm yeah. Like, what is the Can I recommend the, uh, <laughs> the 2019 Jameson, <laughs> sir? Yes. Um... I just feel like uh, I don't know. I make me something fruity. Make me some. Make me something. Here, whatever you want. Okay. Well, tequila, whiskey. Oh, I hate tequila. Cool. So you want to start with that? Yeah. Like, do you want to tell me what you're? Aller- oh, I'm allergic to gin. It's like, okay, well, you should you should definitely tell people that. Like, mm-hmm. don't just tell me to make you something with anything. Like, if you no. have a peanut allergy, you know what I mean? Like. Oh, they're like, oh, peanuts and strawberries. I shook it together with some gin for you, you idiot. <laughs> like, oh, well, I'm allergic to strawberries, peanuts, and Well, gin. and it's just on the best on the best of days, I want to make you what you want, and yeah. I don't care. It's all the same perfunctory motions. Like, there's yeah. no, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. A, they want an emotional investment from you. I don't want mm-hmm. you to wake up, come to work, make some money, and go home. I want... A little piece of your soul, Mr. Bartender, mm-hmm. sir. I want a little piece of you today. I don't want to just pay money for a for a product and or service and then leave happily with my friends after paying for it. I want you. I want a piece of you in my drink. I want you to tell me what you like. I want you to make me something special to so, you. It's sinister and evil and gross. That's how I feel about it. So how do you keep the cheery disposition that you have with all of this at work? <laughs> I keep all these thoughts neatly tucked away inside my skull <laughs> until I go and get drunk after work. And I sit down and people are like, they see me after work and like, oh, Walter, how was work? I'm like, it was amazing. It was fucking great. It was great. And I don't, you know, and I, I don't really engage them. I just kind of, then I, I say, it was great. Thank you. And I zone out. I just have to stare at the wall. For like 30 minutes, 25 to, to 45 minutes, and like have a nice little drink in my hand and just stare at the wall and think about how angry I am and think about the money that I made and think then I, I run the balancing game of whether or not I'm going to just start screaming and not ever stop until they lock me into a, a loony bin or if I'm going to just get in a car and drive until either I hit a cliff or a wall or if I'm just going to go to bed and wake up and do it again tomorrow. Well, I for one hope you make it to bed tonight. <laughs> I have for forty years now. So okay, all right. I've been making it. I'm sorry. Did that get a little dark? Oh, it was. It was beautifully did dark. I, Thank did you I get very a little much. Too dark on your no, not at all. I'm sorry. I didn't mean. No, to get you know so dark. me. You know me. <laughs> you like the dark. I do like the dark. <laughs> I like to dance in the dark. Thank you, Walter. Oh, do I have to go again? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> is, it, is my bus it's, here it's, already? Yes, it is. <laughs> it's John. Well, I've had a joyous time as well, my friend. It's John. Thank you for listening to Gluten Is Not Your Problem. Send your ideas, comments, and questions to glutenisnotyourproblem at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.